ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. We are Hi. so excited to be here with you on this beautiful, cold Thursday. Thursday. Is this the first episode of December? Mondays was uh, the end of November, yes. right? Okay. This is it. Well, we are excited to be here with you. I am your host, Shay Elliott of the Elliott Homestead blog, joined by my beautiful co-host, Angela Reed of ParisianFarmGirl.com. And here on Homemaker Chic, we are homemakers who are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind. So if you're new here, uh, that's what we're doing. <laughs> I mean, uh, listen, if you've, I, do you have a mortar and pestle in your kitchen? I know I do. I'm asking Shay Elliott if she has one. You know that sound when the marble hits the marble? Yes. Yeah. That's what I think of every time we say the daily grind, because that's what it feels like by about 145 in the afternoon. Or 830 in the morning. Or, you know, 7, yeah, 22. I know. Longtime listeners, you're tired of hearing me talk about the saga of my dirty children's bedrooms, but I was in there this morning cleaning up spilled cat food. Current cat count is seven, by the way. I'm getting rid of all the kitties, but wait, currently seven in there the are house? seven in the house. Yes. Shay. I know. That, I know. That, I know. I'm working on it. Two that of them makes are, you a cat lady. I know. Oh, it's really uh, we bad. had 17 on our farm once. Yeah. We had no mice. Yeah, but, exactly. But not in the house. I'm trying to convince Stu to let me keep Fred and George, the two little orange male twins, and put them out in the hay barn. I said, it's silly to send these cats off to a farm where they're going to go to somebody else's barn and eat their mice when I have no, a barn have full of do. mice. You need to keep them. That's exactly what I said. Yeah. <sighs> I'll sorry. tell Stu you said so. Also, uh, okay. listeners, so sorry for the way I was breathing on Monday. <laughs> no, can I just apologize for Monday too? Because like, turns out I was really sick. I don't have the Rona. <laughs> it's just a cold. Yes. But holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> and if you hear breathing on my end, it's just me wheezing into my microphone. It's no big deal. But I feel like I couldn't even listen to Monday. A lot of times I, I like either like to listen. Like <laughs> I couldn't listen. We got done, and I was like, "Oh, thank God, that's over!" Like I can't make any more conversation. <laughs> well, I tried to listen because you know quality control and all that. Right? Like, did we say something totally stupid that we need to edit out? Which we usually don't. Which we you usually know, you know subsequent emails and yeah, exactly. That's what happens if you don't quality control. But I listened to the first two minutes. I'm like Shay. Why are you <laughs> when I go to inhale? <gasps> Shay, I am your best friend. <laughs> oh, terrible. Stop. I'm not going to breathe. We should not have this job. See, I just did it again. I just wheezed. I'm sorry. I don't. I'm going to scoot my mic away. So the inhales aren't so well, loud. You know what? The fact is, like, it's just us staring at each other on a computer screen, but there's still a little bit of nervousness. And so you're trying to listen to someone you love speak. <laughs> and at the same time, it yeah. is a form of entertainment. So you are a little bit thinking of what you're going to say next. And then you're like, <gasps> <laughs> here we go. My turn. <laughs> 
trying to explain to Stu about social anxiety. And I didn't, I'm self-diagnosing myself with social okay. anxiety because it puts so much in perspective for things I've dealt with my whole life. For example, the reason I say the wrong thing all the time is because I'm so afraid of not having something to say in a conversation. Like that is for my social anxiety. That's a huge fear is that you're in a conversation with somebody and you just run out of stuff, completely run out of stuff to say. Like it makes me sweat just thinking about it. And so my reaction to that is to overshare, say the wrong thing or interrupt the conversation to say something completely idiotic just because I feel like, oh, but I don't want to forget that I have that to say. That'll keep the conversation going. <laughs> it's so Bridget Jones of you. Basically, I just need to learn to be an adult. And oh, my gosh. OK, so I'm like the opposite. So I won't say anything if and then people call me a snob because they think that I don't want to talk. Oh, like, no. That's actually not it. It's like, I'm so terrified of being boring to you. I'd rather just. Mm, interesting. But mm -hmm. well, I was thinking if you were to sit in a conversation and not say anything. People wouldn't assume you were stupid. They would assume that you were wise and the strong, silent type. Oh, look how deep Angela is in thought. She must really have a lot of deep thoughts on this subject instead of opening your mouth like you could literally huh. deceive people just by shutting up right but i've been in situations too where people are just going on and on and on and i'm clearly quiet i'm like not i don't want to interrupt people and i don't want to be like hey 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 over here over here i have something mm -hmm. uh and i've actually in my inner monologue thought you know this is so unbelievably rude that they cannot come up for air enough to pause and say, what do you think, Ange? Or it's true. It, it that bothers me. I feel like we could do like, an entire episode on conversation skills. I'm not going to jump in, but I'm watching like this ping pong go back and forth. And I'm over here like odd man out. Mm -hmm. And it actually does really. That's kind of a pet peeve of mine. Mm. Yeah. Well, well. Let's have a glass of wine. Cheers. <laughs> oh, man. Please don't make me laugh. I know Sorry. I'm going to end up laughing today. You guys, I'm, I wish I had a cough button. If I was a real podcaster, I'd have like some sort of swanky yeah. cough button. Well, that's all right. That's people, what Stuart is for. People. Yeah, that's true. Stuart, help. Help. Make us sound professional. Uh, you mentioned something about a glass I, of wine. Yes. And, the uh, wide, I cued the wine music. It's been oh, cute. girl. I'm just Good. sitting here hanging out. Uh, ladies, this is the part of the podcast where we encourage you to pour a glass of something. It doesn't need to be wine. It can be water. If you're that kind of person. <laughs> Could be cool. <laughs> Could be coffee, maybe some tea. You do you. Um, but I hate we, that expression I know. so much. I love it okay. because it's no, so I don't like it. funny to me when I say it. Like Stu and I always say it to each other. I would be so mad if my kids ever said it. But we say it to each other and it makes us giggle whenever, whenever we say it. Okay. So okay. we like to pour a glass of wine from Dry Farm Wines. Now, it is Christmas time. 
it is the holiday time. I am so, you guys know it, soapbox. I am so against disposable, dumb, garbage, crap coming into my house. I don't want a lot of trouble. Apparently, turns out, if you speak that truth, especially on YouTube, you will you will be burned at the stake in the public square. (laughs) You will be burned at the Dollar Tree stake. Yes, let's talk about that. Okay, in just a second. Okay, Um, I'm anti that stuff. I don't like it, and I've been really thinking about what gifts do you give if you want to give a gift. What's something that actually is going to enhance somebody's life? Leave them better. Mm-hmm. And I think the gift of Dry Farm Wines for Christmas could be exactly that. Whether you're going to ask your husband to gift it to you or you want to gift it to a girlfriend. I've had a few people ask me, do, do I have to subscribe every month? No, you don't. No. You can if you'd like them to send you wine every month. But you can also just send your friend a bottle or a box of three bubblies if you'd like. There's so many options. So I want you to go to dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic and think about bringing them into your home for the holidays, either as a present to you or to your husband. My friend Claire, holla mama Claire, she just got these for her husband Roger for Christmas, which I love. It's such a fun gift. And there's so many options. You can do three, six, nine, 12 bottles a month. Um, You have a lot of play there. Reds, whites, bubblies, rosés. And why would we drink Dry Farms, Angela? Uh, Because first of all, there's no purple dye. So when you are visiting, or, you know, trying to interject your thoughts into a conversation. When you open your mouth, you won't have any purple teeth. Ooh. You won't have a purple tongue. There is no nasty GMO yeast. And there's no extra sugar. So I know a lot of moms, we are looking at the holidays and we're eating a few, you know, we're baking the chocolate or the chocolate chip cookies, the Christmas cookies, and we're, you know, eating a couple every time the kids turn their back. And so there's a lot of, um, I guess, extra caloric extra. intake. Yep. No matter what. I mean, like I try to eat really healthy. It doesn't matter. By January 3rd, I'm like, oh my gosh, is it over? <laughs> so there is no extra sugar in this wine, which equals no wine belly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We love it. Dryfarmwines.com forward slash Homemaker Chic Podcast. Give it a go. No, wait. Homemaker Chic. Yeah, don't. I don't know. Don't make it more difficult. Homemaker Chic. Homemaker Chic. Or head on over to Patreon where we have the link. Yes. Our new website. Where we have yes. hello, we haven't oh, even talked okay. about that. Hold that thought. So many, so many things. So, so many, many thoughts. thoughts. Um, or just check the show notes for those of you who have actually figured out how to read the show notes. The link is there. Okay, Mrs. What are you Elliot, today. Uh, oh, is it my turn? Oh, is it my turn? Oh, crap! Oh, I got one here. <laughs> I got one too. <laughs> you what go. are we drinking I think I did today? Monday's wine. Well, I don't know anything about this one. Um, oh, I don't know how to say it for sure. It's well, of a course French. Not. Uh, this is part of my bubbly subscription. I get three bubbly. Um, bottles every month from Dry Farms. This is a French sparkling wine, not a champagne because it does not come from the champagne region of France. Oh, can I see it? Hold it up. I want to see if it's the one I got. It's a yes. It's a brute. Oh, the brute. Brute is best. Eblin, Eblin Fouche. Fouche? Eblin Fouche. E-B-L-I-N Eblin Fouche. F-U-C-H-S I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> Ebline Fouche, sparkling okay. wine from the Al 
I don't know how to say this. I don't think I've ever seen this region before. Alsace? Alsace. That's where my family is from. So like I'm the French German. It's this little part of France that would go between France and Germany, you know, over the wars. Okay. So yeah. Say it again. Alsace? Alsace. Alsace. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's where this wine comes from. It is. Oh my gosh. This is like a totally new, beautiful thing. So it's Pinot Blanc, Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, and Orose. No. Or, oh my goodness. A-U-X-E-R-R-O-I-S. Arose. Holy cow. I, I'm Aro? the worst. I have to like see it. <laughs> um, A-U-X. A-U-X. E-R-R-O-I-S. It's 45% oh, Aro. I don't know. Oh, I don't know, Shay. I'm not going to. Okay. It is embarrass a myself. sparkling wine. It's that last part's going to be wa, which is wa. brutal. Wa. Wa. Or wa. I don't know. Forget it. That's too many R's. Okay. It's beautiful. It's so good. In I fact, had it last week. I, I had it a couple of days ago and I have this bottle. I've been using it in all of my photography shots that we're going to talk about in a little bit. And because mm-hmm. uh, I think it's so beautiful. It's also a really easy label to Photoshop out if I need to, because it's just like this nice little tight white label. Beautiful sparkling wine. In fact, last night I went to go get some because I was going to celebrate us getting our fireplace piped in in my kitchen. Finally, I get to have my fire on. So I was like, "Ooh, let's celebrate with some sparkling wine. And then I went downstairs and realized I drank them all already. Whoopsie. (laughs) It's like... I usually get mine like around the third week of the month. I don't know when you get yours, but usually the second. Yeah. I don't know how this happens. (laughs) (laughs) Dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. Have something beautiful to present your guests when they walk in. Always start with bubbly. I know someone over. You always start with bubbly. That's my rule. I learned it from you. It stimulates the the palate. So I they wish I was say. taking notes because we we said a few things there that were going to uh, stimulate the conversation. But now they've okay. First, you got to tell people what happened with me. the Dollar Tree. You got to tell this story, you guys. Oh, well, this is so I funny. Mean, I really to me. upset some people. No, I but it's I really upset some people, and so this is uh, you know woe is me. This is the part of being being on social media where people misunderstand you and. Me, I'm kind of stubborn. I'm just going to dig my heels in unless I've really hurt someone's feelings, which I don't think that's possible in such an anonymous situation. But um, so if you are on YouTube and you follow uh, anything in the design world on YouTube, there's a good chance you've been inundated with Dollar Tree videos. And so for Thanksgiving, I created a video. I I did one last year and it's just tablescaping and I just gathered stuff from around my house and did two spontaneous tablescapes. And, uh, you know, as a businesswoman, I'm sitting down at my computer and I'm thinking, well, how how am I going to brand this video? What's going to bring in new people like me? Because that's how I came to YouTube looking for inspiration. Um, What's going to bring them to the Parisian Farm Girl channel? So I thought, well, shoot. There's a lot of Dollar Tree videos, so I will let the other me's or the other Shays or the other Homemaker Chic's listeners know this is not a Dollar Tree video. So you can click it. And if you're not interested in plastic pumpkins, this is for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I did that. 
However, I believe in the description of the video, I called it cheap garbage made in China. Whoopsie. But it is, though. But it is. I mean, that's just a fact. We're not arguing if that's good or bad. We're just, that is a fact. So what that did was uh, it sort of and overall, you know, we're talking about like a, I don't know, 6% response. I mean, the overall response to the video was very lovely. Thank you. Um, but there was a uh, a response where, uh, you know, I was called a snob and a classist for saying that and that it was offensive to people that, quote, have to shop at the Dollar Tree. And um, yeah, that's not where I was coming from. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't about to apologize for it because it's not a Dollar Tree video. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. Um, So, yeah, it was was interesting. I've been called that with food. Like, oh, you food. Food snob. Snob. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I just don't believe that. I don't believe that buying stuff at Dollar Tree is your only option. I think there's a lot of, for example, reusable options that are actually a lot cheaper in the long run. I think you could argue the same for food. Well, people need to be able to buy fast food at McDonald's. They say they need to be able to go to Wendy's and just get their 70 cent cheeseburger or whatever. And my argument is no, they don't because you could buy a chicken and lentils. You have to have skill. You have to have education. Somebody has to teach you how to, to cook. Mm -hmm. Right. But in the long run, it's that pay now or pay later thing. You could actually feed your family for a lot cheaper by acquiring some of those skills in the long run and spend a ton less on medical stuff on on nutrition based medical stuff. I mean, I've, you know, to anybody listening who took the 6% side, you know, that's why I dug my heels in because I stated my case after the initial comments came up. I, I did state my case in the description of the video under the umbrella that there is nothing that is cheap. Anything that you and I enjoy that is cheap I mean, this is 2020, unfortunate as it may be. <laughs> uh, there is no pumpkin being made for 99 cents. There is no plastic yeah. sprig of, you know, fake <clears throat> whatever uh, flowers. Yeah. You know, yeah. somebody somewhere is paying that price. And yes. I don't think that that's what any what was maybe um, understood. Like people would circle back around to the. But what about food? I'm like, I'm not even going to talk about that because yeah. this is a design video. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not going to do that. I'm advocating for thrifting and junking and using what you have. And I, you know, and and somebody you God bless her. And I, I gave her credit because she said, you know, well, you're using like little wire twinkle lights. Mm-hmm. on your table. Obviously, those are made in China. I am not saying that I live a made China in China, free. <laughs> China free in French. It's fabrique en Chine free lifestyle. I don't. But my little made in China twinkle lights, man, I take care of those. If they break, Aiden solders them together like I am using those as long as I can. It's not uh, garage sale fodder for next spring. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's my self-righteous standpoint there that I'm going to get more use out of something. If I have made in China clothes in my closet, you know me, a lot of my closet, my clothes are 12 years old, you know? Yeah. But it was really, I found it really incredible how just saying that shook a hornet's nest that I didn't even know existed. Mm -hmm. And I dug my heels in and I was actually really floored at how 
other heels were dug in without acknowledging maybe the the homemaker in China that's doing what she's doing and not getting like, can we just acknowledge I have a universal acknowledgement yeah. that nothing is cheap. The price is always paid. Sir. I'm I'm not claiming um, innocence, but mm-hmm. let's just acknowledge it. And I didn't do it to be classist. I didn't do it to be um, a snob. Yeah. And if and if I am one, fine. I'm very comfortable with who I am. Um, I just wanted to let other people know this is not a Dollar Tree <laughs> video. This is something else. Yeah. Sorry, well, that's I think my there's, long-winded. There's two See, then really I talk a lot great. and I get self-conscious. So. <laughs> there's two really great points there. One is that the price is paid somewhere. You have that's a just a fact of life that you have to accept. The same goes for cheap food. Unfortunately, it's usually the environment that pays, but a lot of times and our it bodies is long term. Our bodies. It could be mm-hmm. certain classes of working class people. Right. Um, there's a there's a lot. There's a lot there. They're complex issues. Very. It's impossible for anybody There's, to be completely consistent in anything, by the yeah. way. Um, and I think that that's, yeah, that's an important point. And I think here's the other point. Uh, don't make people live the way that you live. Why don't you just leave people alone? And you can let them do their Dollar Tree thing if they want, if that's what they think is best. Right. And then you cannot do yours and say that you can be anti-Dollar Tree. Like you're, you shouldn't be allowed to have that opinion. Yeah, people and should I should be allowed to have I'm different opinions. Allowed to That's a good thing. Encourage other people to think outside the Dollar Tree bun. Sure, right? Sure, um, and, and and they're allowed to do the same thing to you, but you wouldn't go to their videos and leave a bunch of nasty comments saying how much you hate them. <laughs> no, because there's a million Dollar Tree videos, you know. And what you said, um, I think, is so. Uh, I don't know what this has to do with what we're going to talk about today. But I don't know. you said complex. And that is true. And I think that's sort of the um, one of the ramifications of social media and just being able to like shoot off a comment, whether it's on Facebook or whatever, is like, no, probably what you're addressing is a very complex issue. It is. And it's not going to be addressed in like you sitting on the toilet with your phone. 87 characters. 87 characters. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that's I think that's so true. I mean, I think about that with I obviously just think about food. I think about everything in the context of food, Mm -hmm. but cheap food, wheat, soybeans, sugar beets, government subsidies like this is a very complex issue. Right. And if anyone claims to have all the answers, you should run the other direction because they're obviously a con artist. <laughs> okay. Okay, then. <laughs> be nice. That's the point. Just be nice. Let other people have different opinions and just be nice. Well, I Gosh. think the rub was that I called it made in China crap. Well, you're still allowed to have your opinion. Yeah. The end. Okay. The end. Okay. Um, who's today's episode of the podcast brought to us by... <laughs> I don't even know. Um, I don't I, know. I do know. You're in charge of this. Okay. That we're going to do <laughs> a giveaway. So for those of you that are, you've adopted this uh, spirit with us of better, not more, <laughs> which is a big giant horse pill. Okay. You got to really wrap your head around that one. Um, that is a complex issue. Yes. Um, we would invite you to enter our drawing for a queen size set of American blossom linens. What? So, what? so, you know, this is the bedding that Shay and I sleep on. This is American made, Texas grown. 
organic cotton. Uh, we call them modern vintage, which I think yes. is the perfect description because you know how I feel about my my vintage linens and it's impossible to find them to accommodate uh, a modern mattress. AmericanBlossomLinens.com is a company we adore. The coupon code for you, if you don't want to wait around to see if you win, the queen size set is Homemaker 20. Mm-hmm. Shay, how are they going to enter yes. this contest? Uh, so first off, get some sheets because even if you win, there's nothing wrong with having two sets of sheets. Amen to that. That is being an adult. These are such a beautiful Christmas gift. They really are because this is one of those things like I, again, not something you're going to have to replace, something that will be around in your room for a very long time. So how to enter is to go follow us on Instagram, Homemaker Chic Podcast. Give us a follow and there will be a picture there of sheets. You'll see the sheet picture. That's your thread. That's your cue. Click on that picture. Tag a friend in the comments. Let us know that you follow us and that will enter you. So just leave a little comment saying, hey, I'm here and tag your friend and then we'll know. And that will be your entry. And how long do they have to enter till? Uh, let's do next week. When, next week, week from today. Okay. You next have Thursday. the next seven days to go and to enter to win your queen set of sheets from our sponsors, American Blossom Linens. Use the coupon code HOMEMAKER20 at AmericanBlossomLinens.com if you would like to order a pair of sheets for Christmas. Um, you know, I have to say, I've said this before. We had the Chanel conversation a couple weeks ago about you never having tried Chanel. I have it in my cart. I want to order it so bad for myself. Um, is that silly? It's about a packaging thing. So when you get your Dry Farms box, it is like Christmas come monthly. It is so mm. fun. Yes, it is. When you get your American Blossom Linens box... I mean, well done. Mm -hmm. Packaging, tissue paper, folded, creased, stickers, some yeah. tea. So you can yes. put your new sheets on and have a glass of, a cup of tea. Yep. Yeah. Which so my good. kids are always like, can I have your tea, mom? I'm like, back off, kid. That's back mine. Off. I hide things from my kids so often. I do too. So often. Like, I you don't go food. look in there. I had chocolate. I had, yep. I had chocolate. Kombucha. Yep. Um... Salt and vinegar chips, you know, just, yep. just saying. <laughs> All the things. Yep. Um, okay, we've bantered a bit. It's good. We gotta we gotta lock this up. Uh we gotta talk about what we're gonna talk about today. Because you guys heard us say at the beginning the tagline for our podcast is rescuing the art of the no, rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind. I was grinding pretty hard yesterday, Angela. Pretty Look at hard. me. I was grinding this morning. Look at me. <laughs> I was feeling quite sorry for myself. Mm. Um, and just, man, just the amount of work that it takes to keep a home running. It's, whew, it's weighty. Mm -hmm. Weighty and repetitive. Yes. So very much so. You need to spice things up. Yes. So our, our YouTube video that's going up today is on the idea kind of, of like cold creativity. When the cold mm. comes, you kind of get this time that you might not have when things are busier and more lively in the spring and summertime to pour into creative things. And I'm already anticipating what a lot of comments are going to be because I've talked about this topic before. And a lot of women just say, A, 
when do you have the time to do it? B, like, I wish I had your life Mm. or C, like, oh, I wish I had talent like that or I wish I could do this or that. And so it dawned on me. This is something we need to talk about. Women finding pockets of time and finding space to have hobbies, to have things that they want to create, to have Mm -hmm. skills that they want to learn. Because, listeners, I have taken on a new project and it has involved so much learning that I want to bash my head against the wall about three times a day when I'm working on it. It's super hard, but I'm learning this new skill and I'm trying to just like take it in nuggets. And uh, it's been really amazing. Like, I, I feel like I haven't really thrown myself into something super mentally hard in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's let's flesh that out. Let's talk about the homemaker, the creative homemaker, the homemaker learning new skills, the homemaker seeing something and thinking, I want to try that. I want to mm-hmm. do that. Go. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm maybe I'm a good person to have this conversation with I'm, because I'm ravenous. Like I, I always have been, I'm mm-hmm. ravenous to learn new things. And I'm uh, ornery in that if I see someone doing something, like I'm not content to receive it from them. I need to do it myself. And mm-hmm. I think I really, this sounds so silly. I realized that about myself on my first trip to France. So I've talked a little bit on the podcast about when I was younger, being a really intimidated and just staying back more. Um, I mean, I had talents and skills, but I just wasn't one to, uh, I just don't, I just don't think I was as like ferocious as I am now. So, um, but I remember the first trip to France and I had a macaron, the little cookie and bread. Okay. So before, okay, let me just set this up. Like I was uh, mid twenties, like super afraid of food. Okay. I didn't eat wheat. Mm -hmm. I didn't eat chocolate. I didn't eat dairy. I was so scared of gaining a pound. It's so stupid. Um, And I went to like, to France and all hell broke loose. It was just, yeah. it was like the that land scene of in Chocolat where the guys in the window just like eating everything, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, um, but I came home and I realized, and that's actually what inspired me to want to learn to cook too. I realized, well, I am not going to give control of this pleasure to a vacation that took me five years to save for. Mm-hmm. I, I am like a, a, functioning adult. I'm sure I can look up, learn how to make this cookie. I'm sure I can learn how to make some bread and I'm just going to buy a cookbook and read very carefully and follow mm-hmm. the directions. And, um, that's like what, what, that's when I realized, Oh, like you don't have to wait around for someone to, um, give you something. You go figure it out yourself. Mm-hmm. So I was 25. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for somebody though, to look at you and say, oh, well, I wish I was talented. I was I was a talented baker like Angela. And we've talked about this before, I know, but it's worth reiterating. Um, what you don't see is the 87 failed attempts and tries and tweakings to get to that point. I mean, no, and you, we've joked about this on the podcast. Like, remember when I confessed, like, I didn't even know what the tear button, button meant on my food scale? Like, oh, I don't remember. Yeah, I didn't. It took me forever. 
a few months to realize I could put the bowl on the food scale and like neutralize how much yeah. it weighed. Not you know, weigh the bowl and the, then add that on top. Yeah. You don't see yeah. all the moronic moments in between and they are plenty. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It reminds me of that YouTube video that you made a couple of months ago about just being an amateur, being a novice Mm -hmm. and being okay with that. And also saying, you know what? I want to learn this. And so, for example, uh, I'm working on this photography project. And you said to me yesterday, like, nobody owns this. Like, you can have a piece, too, just because you see somebody doing it and they're doing it really well. Mm -hmm. And maybe maybe they're even making their living doing it. Um, That can be intimidating. And that can be like, well, they do an excellent job at that. Therefore, I shouldn't even try because I'll never be that good. I think that's Mm -hmm. a lie. Homemakers tell themselves a lot Mm -hmm. about a lot of things. And it might be true that you'll never be as good as fill in the blank. But if you have a desire to do that, that shouldn't stop you because no no one owns anything. Like if that that was the mindset, like you have to really look at that. Um, You know, if that's going to be your, like say you with the photography, um, if that's going to be like your rule of thumb, then no one should ever write a song because Mozart's Mozart has already done it. Yeah. You know, no one <laughs> yeah. should design any new clothing. It's just like, you can't, yeah. that's just silly. Yeah. And I think it's, um, you know, it's, it's intimidation. It's a, a lack of self-confidence, which we all have to a certain extent. And it's a caring what other people think. Big time. Okay. If I step out. Okay. So like, I'm also, inspired by Jamie Beck. I want to do the same thing. I've watched you do this and I'm like, crap, can I do that? Shay's already doing Mm it. Mm -hmm. And then I, I told you I had this conversation with myself. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's plant life and a camera. Yeah. (laughs) We all can do it. (laughs) Yes. We can all do it. Yeah. And what I love about that is when you do that and you explore that, I mean, I follow a lot of fine art photographers Mm -hmm. on Instagram They're all photographing flowers. You know, they're all photographing hands or bowls of fruit. I mean, take your picks. So the Mm -hmm. still life classics, if you will. Sure. The still life classics. This is what a lot of the ones I follow photograph. But they're all doing it in a different way. They're all bringing a unique touch and vision to it that not no one can just bring by themselves. It's the collective mm-hmm. as a whole. It's this is the way Angela sees a bowl of apples. This is the way Shay sees a bowl of apples. And I think at least the way my creativity works is I will see something and it will just spark. Mm-hmm. It was like when I watched two furling Whittingstall on River Cottage and it was like a spark. It was like Tinder. It was just like- It was just Tinder. Yep. It mm-hmm. was like, exactly. And it was like, I was off and Running. running that's what happened with victorian farm for me i was like yes oh, i i it's here been we go. 47 minutes i will never be the same exactly and Ever. you know what people tend to do when they start off and i again i've gone through some fine art classes and the encouragement is always find a few people that you love dissect their work mm-hmm. recreate it figure out how they did it work backwards, mm-hmm. right? Essentially learn the skills. And then once you've acquired those, it's like listening to a bunch of Bach. Well, if I go to try to write a Bach piece, it's never going to sound like his. 
But if I work backwards, what makes his music great? It's, um, I'm thinking now back in photography terms, sorry, I'm Mm -hmm. going back and forth. Mm -hmm. It's lighting, it's composition, it's creativity, it's art, it's the execution, the technicality part of it. It's editing, you know, and it's, so there's all these elements at play working backwards. And then eventually you get to the point where, okay, that's all second nature now. And now the inner artist gets to come out. Yeah. And I think homemakers in general just tend to sort of see themselves as soldiers. Work, 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 like da, 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 da. Mom's got to be the mediator. Mom's got to, da, 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 you know, just keep everyone in line. And like you said, mm-hmm. it's really repetitive. When does mom get to be an artist? Where does that come? Where does that come out? And how do we foster that sort of in our, in our daily grind? Because the reality is if you want your family just to leave you alone, they're not going to. <laughs> And by artist, like, again, take everything we're saying. I mean, by artist, we, I think we've, we talked about this, I don't know, a couple of seasons ago, but, um, we're not, we're not, it's not under the category of photography or painting or something. Um, my cousin is a really good hunter. That's Mm -hmm. her art. That's, Mm -hmm. you know, that's something she does. We all have something that we do put our hand to. Or we would like to put our hand to and to get better at. I think the the scary thing as a homemaker, maybe scary isn't the right word, but, you know, we're always advocating for someone else. We're advocating for our children's education, for their health, for our husband's well-being. We're advocating for the cleanliness of our home, for the tidy. Like there are a lot of things that we do that if we don't do them, no one else will. Yes. And <laughs> with. <laughs> right. I am going to die. Is this where you guys will be if I die? Right. <laughs> um, with a, a developing skill set or wanting to learn something new or get better at something, I think it's really important to acknowledge and remember that you're going to be your big, biggest advocate. Most husbands and children are not going to say, Mom, you should go have some time to learn Photoshop. <laughs> Mom, why don't you go hunting? Because that will take hours of our day. And we don't need you. Nobody's going to advocate for you to take that time. Mm -hmm. Um, I Last week was my first. I told you I wanted to learn to hunt. And so I did. And it was brutal. I mean, even (laughs) and my cousin said to me, she goes, I know what this is going to cost you Mm -hmm. as a mom. I was up at four and had an espresso and loading my shotgun and getting on like layers of clothing and marching into the woods in the pitch black and sitting there and watching the sun come up, knowing that my family was stirring in the house. Yeah. Hoping you the had oatmeal to be bake, still. Hoping that somebody like mm-hmm. remembered to put the oatmeal bake in the oven, you know, and I wouldn't come back down until it was time to milk. Like, and I milked late, like eight thirty, nine o'clock. That is a long time mm-hmm. for mom for to mom. just like subtract yeah. herself. Yeah. It, And it was a very short period of time. It was just a few days, but um, I had to fight for that. You know, Mm -hmm. I had to set my alarm. I had to get everything in order, make the breakfast the night before, get everything locked and loaded. It took extra effort. Yes. But it felt awesome. I think that's a good point. It takes extra effort. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But that's not not the point. That's not the point. And I think that brings up another point of you don't create, you're not an artist purely for the sake of the art you create. 
I actually saw this really great quote that I was going to put on our YouTube video and I'm going to find it really fast. Mm. Um, because if, if the end result is your only goal, uh, that's going to be hard. <laughs> and, and a long time coming. And a long time coming, especially for certain types of art. Yeah. I mean, I, yes. Okay. Here's this. I wish it just says JMW <coughs> for the, I don't know who to give credit to JMW. Well, JMW. Thank you. It says, I want to be so alive that I feel like the moon throwing tides just for fun, creating mm. because it's what I'm here to do. I love that. It's so simple, but just like throwing tides, just like here we are. We're just doing this because this is what I do. And sometimes, a lot of times as homemakers, we get to channel that into, hey, I'm feeling like making something creative for breakfast. That's the window that I have for my art creation this week. But yeah, a lot of moms, they let go of those pieces that they really did love or those talents that they had or those ambitions that they had. Mm -hmm. For example, like playing the piano. I know a lot of women play the piano. Mm -hmm. Usually they stop when they're an adult. Mm -hmm. And I think we shouldn't do that, but it's hard. It's hard to find that time. And sometimes it can only be like 10 or 15 minutes. Sometimes that's all you get, mm -hmm. which I think is the other hard part about it. But, but you know, I do want to like, it's like, you know, toss some Dollar Tree tough love here. Um, <laughs> do it. Okay. Like we're not my angles. All right. <laughs> We're not out on the prairie. Our every move does not like uh, forecast our family's well-being. We waste time. We're modern yeah. girls. Okay. And so I, I hate this expression because it's mostly true, but like we do what we want to do. Mm -hmm. It's true. There are time wasters. There are uh, little nuggets of lack of efficiency throughout our day where mm -hmm. if you wanted to practice the piano for 12 minutes a day, you could. Mm -hmm. That's true. I hate that. <laughs> well, I know it's yeah. very convicting. Mm -hmm. One of the classes that I was taking about producing art, he was talking about, it can just be 10 or 15 minutes. Just mm -hmm. try, try to take a step forward every day. Try to do one thing. And so there were days I, I couldn't get, I call it my studio because it sounds really fancy. Studio. But it's a table in my basement that's in good lighting. I call but my, I, like I, I have a table studio. in my greenhouse. I call it my studio. I'm like, yeah, yeah that's where I draw. That's my yeah, studio. Exactly. Yo. That's my studio. Mm -hmm. See how artistic I am. Mm -hmm. Um, but I set it up, but there were days I couldn't get to the studio to take pictures. It just wasn't going to happen. And so what I would do in that 15 minute window that I was, I was really intentionally carving out was I would go watch a YouTube video on how to set my camera for X, Y, Z, or how to crop a picture like this or that. And so even if I couldn't do the thing, I was learning how to do the thing better for when I could do it, if that mm -hmm. makes any sense. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of been my encouragement to myself as an artist is like, you can do this for 15 minutes. You can find 15 minutes. Don't lie to yourself. You are not a victim of your day. You're not a victim of your family. You're not a victim of your lifestyle choices. Mm -hmm. You're a grown ass woman, pardon my French, mm -hmm. and you can sort this out. You figure this out. If this is something you want to do, you find a way to do it, period. 
what I found is that I don't want it to become this legalistic sort of a thing, but I want it to, I want to be disciplined enough because what you find is that when you speed that creativity wolf inside of you, good things come out for your home and for your family. Well, because you're rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind. It's like like mom has to be fed. Exactly. It's reversed math where you think, oh, mom's subtracting four hours of her day to go hunting, but not really. No, actually, mom came down the driveway beaming. Right. She tried something new. She showed fortitude. She proved to herself she could go sit in the cold and stare. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so... What can seem initially like, like just a discipline, you know, it, it manifests into something so much more than that. And it's been, I don't know, frustrating, frustrating, trying to learn something new, frustrating to be like, wow, I feel like I'm starting a ground zero on something. And I mean, I've been taking pictures. It's like I've never taken a picture or edited a photo in my life, apparently. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Mm -hmm. anyone's tried to learn Photoshop in their old years like me, but good night. (laughs) Like, it's it's really tricky, but I don't know. I'm like, and what if it's, you know, what if this idea of mom keeping up her hobbies, mom investing in herself, learning something new, skilling up, setting aside time, you know, what if it's this is nutrition? Like we feel, we feed our children. We try to do the best for our children. Um, and a lot of us are really thinking long term. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking anti-cancer in their 40s. I'm, mm. I'm taking steps now for a payoff. Like I might not even see. So. Right. You're, <laughs> yes. You might not be a ballroom dancer tomorrow by noon. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And don't you think that is what to me. That's why art has suffered so severely in our culture, because you look at something like, you know, the statue of David Mm -hmm. that wasn't carved in the two days that it took for Amazon Prime to deliver, you know, the right chisel. It just wasn't. It was a I mean, not for him, but for anybody else, that alone could be a lifetime achievement. Just that Mm -hmm. one thing, a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And. You know, okay, actually, now that we're talking about this, I'm I'm trying to remind my brain, like, why did we start this? Right after the election, things got so loud and so hairy Mm -hmm. and gray and vomity. Just like, like, what's that (laughs) water that's not supposed to go in one pipe? Gray water. Gray water. Gray water. (laughs) Yeah. Everything felt like really loud gray water. It was like Mm -hmm. gray water soup with like heavy metal music on. That's what my world felt like. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just on social media and such the world. And so I stepped away. I thought, you know what? You don't have to be a part of this conversation. Like you said, time wasters. Hello. Mm -hmm. Getting online and reading articles about something you have no control over. Not helpful. Yeah. Like truly not helpful about for anything. And so my thought was, how do I get how do I quiet the mind? How do I actually reprogram my brain to be slower? To see things, to be more intentional, to put forward motion, but on a different path. My seven-year-old calls it settling down your heart. 
I need to settle exactly down my heart, that. mom. Hello. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. I need to settle down my heart. And art has such a beautiful way of doing that. So what, before I take a photograph, what I've been doing is studying old oil paintings, <laughs> old still lifes that either I want to create or a feeling or, hey, I'm going to do a red onion, you know, whatever ideas are streaming around. And I'll put music on classical music. I love the cello. Like I have this really great. Uh, well, what's his name? It's a French guy. I don't know his name for reals. Uh, yes, I do. Gautier <laughs> Capuçon. Gautier Capuçon. Anyway, he has this new cello album and it's so beautiful. So I'll put it on immediately. Quiet on Patreon. My, okay. okay. I'll spell it for you because my know my pronunciation is dismal. But my point is, yeah, you're quieting your heart. There's good music. I'm focusing on beautiful things, right? The outside noise is eliminated, um, which makes the inside noise of the home just so much more tolerable when there's not people from the world screaming at you too inside oh, your I'm walls. I'm telling you, I, moms, I'm just going to say this because I'm older and wiser. <laughs> Boom. Uh, If your brain is fritzing out and you, your kids are asking for you, and I'm not saying kids can't be annoying because they can straight up be annoying. But like, if you're like, what? (laughs) To your kids, chances are you've let too much in. Mm -hmm. Whether it's CNN or Fox News or family drama that you really shouldn't have your business in. Or an argument on Facebook. Yeah, you need to just opt out. Yep. Chances are that is uh, from too much coming in. You're welcome. Yeah. I've been really convicted about that lately. Like these are your walls. These are your barriers. These are your borders of your home. What's Mm -hmm. coming in from the made in China garbage that I just don't want to be a part of this house to just noise that even Stu and I will bring in maybe from mm-hmm. things we read or interactions that we have. Like, what are we bringing into the home? Yeah. A lot of us have made, a, you know, a long time ago, made a conscious de- decision to not have a television for that reason. Yeah. Because you go in people's home and it's just like it's on at seven in the morning and it doesn't go off till 1130 at night. And it's just uh, mindless bombardment. However, we cannot exclude ourselves from that conversation. We also open doors and let things in totally all the time. Totally. Well, I even did that. I created a Spotify. I'm on Spotify now. Oh, you are. I have one thing in my library, but I had to upgrade to premium because they were interrupting my beautiful work music with like Honda ads. And I was like, (laughs) no, 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 you don't get Juliet's like, what is this? I was like, this is called a commercial. Well, why is it here? Because they're trying to sell you something. And Honda, I'm sorry, I will pay $9 a month so that you don't get to come into my house. Like That is the cost of the barrier. You don't get to come in here and mess up my my good juju. But Juliet's so cute. So I was putting that music on. You know, when we talk about bringing things in or quieting your heart, people are going to do this in a different way. Mm-hmm. For me, classical music always quiets my heart. It just, not aggressive classical music. I'm talking about like... You know, the right, yeah, the right yeah. kind. Mm-hmm. Every kind has its place. But <laughs> Shay's not uh, learning Patreon to the 1812 Overture with cannons. No, I am not. Patreon <laughs> learning at Photoshop, brother. Yes. Yeah, yes. No, I'm not. <laughs> I have a very strict type of classical music that I listen to. But I was playing. I was actually playing that Godier 
uh, album for Juliet. And she, she was just sitting, looking it off in the distance. She said, mom, this music makes me feel so many things. <laughs> this is oh, my four-year-old. See? And I'm like, yes, yes, Juliet. Yes, it does. And that's the point. Feel it, embrace it, use it, channel it, you know, that's go so create cute. from that point. Even that if you're point. only creating interactions with the people in your house. Mm-hmm. Even if just that. You know, it's it's like that meditating on on what is good and true and beautiful. And that runs through my mind a lot when I'm taking photographs. That verse is so Yes, mm-hmm. it is. It is. And the other verse that's really been on my heart is from First Thessalonians, like make it, I wrote it down, mm-hmm. uh, make it your purpose essentially to live a quiet life and to work with your hands. Yeah. And I thought we are, humans were created. This is my view. Take it or leave it. Uh, humans are created beings. I believe we were created by an old, the ultimate artist, yes. the ultimate creator. Creator? Me, creature. I am a created creature. And so anything that we do, anything that we create in this world, any art form, whether that be music or gardening or cooking or photography or name it, um, anything that we do is really just a recreation. It's a recreation with the created things that somebody else has created. God has created. Okay. So for example, if I'm taking a photograph, I took a photograph yesterday of pomegranates. I didn't create the pomegranates, right? I am, I am taking those things and I'm (laughs) putting my twist on them to recreate them in a new and artistic way. I'm putting my hand to something to just Mm -hmm. put it to work, to make it good, to make it true, to make it beautiful. And like there's so many beautiful ways that that can manifest as an artist and as a homemaker. Mm-hmm. So what are you like, making are, me laugh? Why make me laugh? Just because we were talking the other day about there being nothing new under the sun. Yeah. And I have pomegranates on my kitchen counter and my kids keep harassing me. They love them. <laughs> oh yeah. Can we please have, I'm like, mama is going to photograph those. Yes. Those are look when pomegranates. I'm done, those are look pomegranates. You may have them. I know. Back it. Off. I know. Like, I know. One of my can't fav- exactly get pomegranates up here in Door County, and these are like the size of my head. Yes. They're so beautiful. Yeah. It's it's so fun to focus on the beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like this is a beautiful piece of fruit. I did a photograph the other day of a sweet potato and garlic. Like not necessarily going to win any fashion awards. Okay. These are but the you humble. Know, they're humble. Again, yet, that, that's, I'm sorry. I'm no, talking over you. No, go, go, go. It's fine. Well, I'm just thinking about like, again, like focusing on the beautiful. It, it, it is a daily grind. It's a mortar on pestle sound and we love it, but it's challenging. And so again, just talking about what we're letting in. Yeah. And focusing on that. Yeah. I don't know. I've had so much fun just creating a small thing. I have a challenge to myself. Just try to to create something small, even if it's super small. Like that day, a sweet potato and garlic. I did it really quickly. Um, create something. Just focus on what is good and true and beautiful. You know, and mm-hmm. obviously I do that in different ways through prayer. I listen to a lot of sermons. So I'm not just saying 
worship the creation. That's not what I'm saying. Oh, I can't wait to live in a culture where we don't have to run disclaimers on everything we say. You know what I mean? Good luck with that. Uh, <laughs> I I have to tell you, I have to just give like a shout out here to my, she's, I don't know, she doesn't really listen, but Amelie, my daughter has been inspiring me so much. She will be 13 on Christmas Eve. And for those of you that do watch my t- YouTube channel, she is behind the camera. So I line up what I want and then she puts eyes to it and she's the one that will say, Mom, smile. Mom, your bra strap is showing. Mom, your hair looks terrible. Mom, there's a garbage can in the background. Like she is just on point visually. Yes. And is just, it's actually, check my heart. It's actually been challenging because she is not a mother with six children. She has all the time in the world and she is flourishing. Mm. Like playing the piano hours a day and i'm talking like leaps and bounds in a 14 day period of time she's just so much better oh it sounds amazing Mm -hmm. and she's sketching and drawing and like the other day i walked into her room you know just as a point of exercise and discipline she was sketching a hair scrunchie oh goodness gracious (laughs) i'm like kill me <laughs> like <laughs> it's over i'm done i know i, I tried sat to in a tent. That to, you know, like, <laughs> i tried to explain that to my kids like you guys have no idea how much i would love to just be a student be for you. eight hours a day oh like, my gosh yeah somebody um, else cook for me i'm just gonna study stuff for eight hours <laughs> just watching her i'm watching her just pull in and she's actually extremely disciplined and darned if she isn't challenging me the other night she was sitting on the couch with her sketch pencils and I I was going to do something mindless. And I yeah. said, no, you're going to grab your sketch pad and you're going to sit because we do what we want to do. Yes. Okay. Okay. So for me to lie to myself at 845 at night or 902 that I don't have time is it's a lie. It is. And so I sat one night I drew lips I'm like, okay, I'm just going to practice lips. The next night I drew an eyeball. Mm-hmm. I'm going to practice an eyeball. Then I practiced like a fashion figurine and then I practiced yeah, okay, a rose. Wait, I'm like, wait, okay. Wait. Speaking of Parisian Sorry. farm girl fans, I am rooting hard for Angela to create a sketched series of her little fashion. You know, like the faceless, like sharp angled fashion sketches. I want her to do these and then frame them in these amazingly sexy French frames and sell them because they're so beautiful. Give me a break. I'm serious. If I was you, that's I, exactly what I would do. I, iPhone her one sketching picture. That. <laughs> I would but be like doing that's, that. But that's, um, I mean, that's where I am creatively. I'm, I'm watching another creator and I'm going, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not a victim to the, the boot room and the, the laundry that needs to be moved. I'm going to go move the laundry along. Yeah. And instead of just crapping out. Yeah. I'm going to sit down with my sketchbook. Yep. Because I can do 15 minutes. Exactly. Lord knows I will wake up tomorrow. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I, I take a bath. You know how I feel about my baths. Mm-hmm. Everybody in my life knows how I feel about my baths. Um, I would often use that time to just catch up on emails or social, you know, social media posts right. or I don't know, look up new shoes, like name it. Just mindless American stuff. Duchess. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> right. Oh my Hello. gosh, their shoes. Oh American gosh. Duchess. Do you want to sponsor Homemaker? You want to be an advertiser <laughs> for the love. Like, just send us shoes. <laughs> Hello, anyone, anyone. <laughs> um, 
love their shoes. Amazing. Anyway, my point was I was just consuming, consume, 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 consume. And so I've started to use my bath time to learn. So I've been, I follow a few YouTubers, so I'm still consuming their content, but it's with the intention of using that to recreate something. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I try to, like you said, it's a lie to say, oh, I don't have time to do this. And oh, must be nice. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, you just killed 45 minutes browsing Etsy while you were in the bath. You mm-hmm. could have been learning to speak French while you were in there. Right. Like, and so I'm not saying you have to fill every minute of every day. No, that. I'm no, just no, saying no. be honest. And I'm talking to myself here. Be honest right. with yourself. That 15 right. minutes you're browsing Facebook while you're stirring your cheese. You could have been you know, listening to some really amazing music or hey. any number she, of productive things. I, la, la. <laughs> oh my gosh. You could have been conjugating verbs. French. I think I'm at that <laughs> point where I'm just going to, I don't know, just try a different language and be like, do over. <laughs> it's like, I hate this. Can I just learn German? I know, seriously. <laughs> I think I need to learn Italian. I think I need to learn Italian. I got the coffee words down. Okay. You know, cappuccino, a macchiato. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Give me some of that, please. I was going to recite a line from a movie, but it just escaped me. Yeah. The Mm -hmm. only line I've practiced in Italian so far is due cappuccino, por favore. See, what else do you need? Really? Not not much. All I was Um, thinking was Brad Pitt trying to pronounce that one guy's name in that movie. Antonio. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it's so funny. I love Italians so much. Speaking of Italy, which has nothing to do with anything, it has I everything to do with everything. A truffle. I bought a truffle. Wait, in my family, we would say an truffle? An truffle? No. Like you bought one truffle singular? Yes. A. Okay, I bought that's a, a family joke. We say an. And That's truffle? not how it is in ling- English. It's I a family joke. A truffle. You're focusing on the wrong part of this conversation. <laughs> truffle. She wants me to focus on the truffle. I told Stu, this, you can be my Christmas present. I want a truffle that I can shave over freshly made pasta. <laughs> because when we went to Italy with Jovial, we went to lunch with Carla and Lorenzo and Francois one day. <coughs> And they just order for us. I'm sure I've told mm-hmm. the story because it's just etched in my beautiful part of my brain. Um, Lorenzo orders a bunch of food for us. I don't even know what he orders. And I just remember the waiter coming out with a truffle and just like shaving truffles over all the plates on, on the table. And I was like, well, we're not in Kansas anymore, are we, friends? <laughs> Stu and I just looked at each other like, wow. Anyway, I've got a truffle. Uh, just one. Do you know how much truffles cost? <laughs> I'm so confused. Aren't they like this big? So? <laughs> <laughs> are you going to zest it? What are you going to do with it? Well, I want to put part of it in oil to make some I truffle mean, don't oil. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm a truffle girl. Yeah. Truffle salt, truffle oil. Exactly. I make truffle popcorn with truffle salt. Yeah, and truffle oil. I mean, I know that's a terrible example. Truffle French fries. You need to fry potatoes in duck fat. 
and truffle and oil. Truffle oil. Drizzle. Yes, drizzle. Yum. Oh my All gosh. Right. That's totally not okay. the point of anything. But I'm going to photograph it, but it also looks like a turd. <laughs> so it's really it does. That's what I was like. Photograph. It looks like a little piece of poop. I was like, like I want found to, it. I want to document this. My first truffle. A little, <laughs> a little piggy found it for you, and now you're going to photograph it. I know. These pictures one time on my blog of these chocolate sourdough cookies. And they- <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. My sister, Chelsea, if you're listening, you know the text message I'm referencing. Let me say, Chelsea sent me an old Saturday Night Live skit <laughs> the other day. Half of you know Hi, what Chelsea. I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, I always laugh when I look back at those pictures because they just look like poop piles it's like this this was your contribution to the photography world like loogie laughing into the (laughs) microphone (laughs) so let that be an encouragement to you listeners if you want to go check out my instagram for a few of the studio shots that i've been doing and then go google elliot homestead chocolate sourdough (laughs) cookies and you can see what progress looks like (laughs) lest you think you can't get better at any skills you can Oh my goodness. Just keep oh. doing it. We've talked about this before. Go to Yona's channel and look at her first video. Yeah. I mean, the woman sells artwork to Ikea and her first YouTube video, the camera is pointing down at the snow the whole time <laughs> while she speaks in Swedish to her dog. Oh man. She, she sells art to Ikea. Yeah. All those wow. big, like, land, all those. Yeah. Yep. Boom. She knows what's up. She does. Go what is create. She, like, 12. I don't know. I people are all of a sudden they're, they're so young. They're I've been so listening young. to this podcast I love and they're talking about how they're like 30. And I'm like, oh, like I'm not 31 and a half. <laughs> no, I'm 34. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's just weird when you're you're like not the young one. You oh, know? is it? <laughs> I haven't had time to adjust yet. <laughs> it's weird. You acclimate, Shay. You figure that out. Mm. It's coming. Mm. You're pulling your chin hairs there, boy. <laughs> I had to pluck. I, you guys, I had to pluck three chin hairs out of my chin. Were they black or wiry gray? What they were wiry. I don't. You couldn't quite see them unless like you looked right translucent. at them. And I yeah. told Stu, "Listen, man, you Dude, you got to have my back. You got to have my back. You see in the hair. daylight." You got to check my chin, yo. So now I just like compulsively like rubbing my chin. Like, did I miss any? To see if you can bend anything. Oh my gosh. And then if you don't have a tweezer, you just start pulling on it and it curls. (laughs) (laughs) How did Claire get rid of her chin hairs? Probably boiled honey and linen. That wouldn't work. Yes, it would. Ask my sister. (laughs) (laughs) I, I waxed my sister's legs once. With boiled honey, <laughs> with boiled honey, like well, caramelized friends, honey. Like, yeah, I had friends from Iraq. Okay, they were Assyrian, and that—that's all they did. They waxed every bit of their bodies with boiled honey and linen strips. And it, I let her do my legs once, and it hurt so bad. I thought I was going to die. And I wax everything else, right? But she did my legs, and it was. Oh, uh, why? I don't know. Why would I was intrigued? Why? No, I don't why know, would I hurt? grow like tree stumps for hair? I'm not. I'm not you. <laughs> it's that German part of you. <laughs> right. Strong like bull. <laughs> I still don't understand why Scandinavians don't have a lot of body hair. 
Like, it seems the whole theory of like, we evolved from apes to our environment. Yeah, right? It's like, well, like, Scandinavian should more? be very hairy then. It's Seriously. Cold because I come all like Scandinavia on all sides, like all Norwegian, no hair. Like none of the men can grow beards, no hair. Really? Yes. No, my dad has like no arm hair and almost no leg hair. Like they are not, we are not hairy people. But Bjorn Ironside has a beard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, did you ever watch the show Vikings? That's what I just said. Yeah. Oh, Bjorn. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Heck yeah. I watched Vikings. (laughs) Big disclaimer there. (laughs) (laughs) I loved that show. I'm still like still sort of. Oh my gosh, you're still on season two. You're still upset that Rolo is like Rolo. It really bothers me. I remember he broke when, all the rules. Yeah, he was awesome. Okay, spoiler alert. <laughs> if you haven't watched Vikings, okay, this is like only four years old, but I'm just I hate spoilers. Even though Shay makes me tell her how books turn out in the end. Oh, listen, um, I just started the next Outlander series book. I read the entire Wikipedia. What's going to happen before I'm going to listen to it? You guys. She's a freak. I, I Why can't you do that because I can't handle the emotional turmoil of what's going to happen. It's already so emotional that I, I need to know if someone's going to die when this happens. <sighs> so you're on the last book and you already know about who dies. Uh, no, I'm on. <sighs> um, not the last one, the one before the last one. Sure. The one after A Breath of Snow and Ashes. That's the Written one I'm in on. My Heart's Own Blood. Uh, an Echo in the Bone. Echo in the Bone. That's the one I'm Wait. listening to. Hmm. Okay, I'll be It's the one then. where they have to go back to Scotland. No, I'm sorry. I finished that one. What am I talking about? Ignore me. Um, I don't know which one it is. The one after Breath of Snow and Ashes. It's the one where they have to go back to Scotland to get the printing press. That's the one I'm on. And they think Jamie gets lost at sea. Yeah, that's like the last book. I thought there was another one. Well, she if she would just finish up and write it for me, <laughs> it was supposed to be done in 2018. And she is still not done. Listen, lady, Diana, get over yourself. Me? Also, do not kill Jamie or Claire or I will hunt you down. Tell the bees I am gone. Don't. I, mean, like, I don't know. Like, don't do it. Um. Anyways, sorry. Back to Vikings. Okay. I remember and being emotionally invested. That was the week that Carrie Fisher passed away from Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert. That's the same week. And it's not really spoiler. He dies in history. Okay. That Ragnar died. Oh, yeah. And I flippin cried. Yeah. A lot that night. And everyone else was crying about. No, it wasn't Carrie Fisher. It was her mother. So oh, yes, America's yes. sweetheart had passed away and so did a Viking. And I was crying about the Viking. I know. He said it was really sad when Ragnar died, even though he was a dirty man. Okay. He was. <laughs> they all were. Oh yeah. They're Vikings. <laughs> like there's that whole rape and pillage thing. Like there's a reason that's what we say. <laughs> oh, come on. I know. But like the British, like, oh, come on, like they were any they better. Just, the British just do it with better manners. <laughs> They do the exact right. same thing exact. with better manners. Yes. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> Typical.
typical. Okay, uh, we're like way over, like 15 over. minutes over. We didn't even talk about any of like, I do actually want to talk about Great Britain right now and all these Diana videos that YouTube is trying to show me. Why are they doing this to me right now? We could do a royalty episode. I'm game for that. I don't. <clears throat> okay. Then we could lose all our British listeners. <laughs> Everybody's, your phone is listening to you. So if you said something about Diana to me, then that's what YouTube is going to do to you because your phone can hear you. Phone, stop I showing me these videos. I can't emotionally I just... take it. Adultery makes me so sad. It makes mm-hmm. me so, so angry. It's tragic. It's tra- it's tragic. It's, it's like watching yeah. somebody rip their own arms off. That's what it looks like. That's what it feels like. Ugh. Yeah. I hate it. Prince Charles. <laughs> Sorry, British listeners. We should stop. <laughs> it's just going to go downhill from here. <laughs> then know she's going to start. If, if Harry is still a prince, she's going to be all confused. Did you look that up? He is still a prince. I don't think that he no. is. Shay, he might not have his HRH title anymore, but he's still a prince. Google it. I will. Is right Harry now, still a prince? is Harry still a prince? So like when, okay, when he's still a prince by birthright, but they gave up their HRH titles, yeah. meaning Boom. they won't that be referred to by their royal, royal names. Highness. Yeah. Oh, so you just call him Prince Harry, not his royal highness. Yeah, he does. Yeah. <clears throat> so I don't know. But Archie's like not th- a prince. That's what Vanity Fair says. Harry and okay, Meghan's well, son, Archie, isn't a prince. What is he? But he could still become one. Well, a lot of people would have to die. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. That like, sounded like a one, threat. <laughs> two, three, four, five, six. Six people would have to die Listen. for Archie to become king. We don't Ragnar know. is dead, so that's not going to happen. <laughs> I think they're safe. Okay. All right, ladies. Okay. (laughs) Good talk. I love this podcast. Uh, Do make sure you enter the American Blossom Linens giveaway. Check us out on Instagram at Homemaker Chic Podcast. Find the sheet picture. Leave a comment. Let us know you follow. Tag a friend. Follow. What'd I say? No, I'm saying, like, don't just come by. Follow. Oh, yes. You have to follow us and you have to tag a friend. That's how you get entered. Mm -hmm. Angela's going to triple check that our winner has done such things or they won't win. A queen size set of sheets. <laughs> yes. From American Blossom Linen. Visit us over on patreon.com oh. forward slash what? We need a hashtag for homemaker creativity. I want to see what people are creating and putting their hand to after this episode. Okay. Pink. Da, 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 he just died. Da, da, I loved Alex. <laughs> How about um <laughs> homemaker creative? That's exactly what I was gonna say. Hashtag homemaker creative. I want to see what y'all are putting your hand to in your homes to foster your inner artist. All right. Okay. Okay. Glad we got to uh, talk. Patreon.com. Yes. Forward slash Homemaker Chic Podcast. Join yes. us over there. Yes. Okay. Do that. Okay. We're good. All right. And, and Monday it is. We'll see you Monday. No, it's Thursday. We will see you oh, Monday. Yes. We'll see you Monday. You. <laughs>
Today's Thursday. The end. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>